Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling Authority Radio live on the Evolution Radio Network, exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Sadistic Sean David. I had the unfortunate dismay of bringing some bad news to you at the beginning of this uh, program here tonight. We have lost four members of the wrestling community in the last week. Uh, First was Michael Blade, um, who was quite... uh, quite popular over in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. Um, and uh, he, uh, he, he was quite well known over in that region. Um, his funeral is going to be held this week. And our thoughts and prayers are with his family. Um, but we also lost another one. And um, uh, this one kind of hit home a little bit harder because I, be- I believe I, I actually met this individual, uh, Danny Havoc, who uh, was a renowned deathmatch wrestler, um, also lost his life in the last week. And we don't have a lot of details around Danny Havoc's uh, death at this time, unfortunately. Um, he was just 34. Um, very, very young, trained by Mike Quackenbush, Cassius Ono, and DJ Hyde, one of uh, CZW's uh, most brightest future stars. Um, he won the Tournament of Death twice and um, was well-known in not only Combat Zone Wrestling, but Game Changer Wrestling. Um, that was number two. Number three happened. Uh, I'm going to let Steve Kane tell you about here in a minute. Uh, that will that'll actually be number four. Number three yeah. um, came out of uh, Mexico when the promotion uh, DTU announced the passing of Luis Daza, also known as Casanova, who was an extreme wrestler who started uh, back in 2011. So. I believe uh, I believe the actual count now on wrestlers we have lost is up to about 40 in the sixth month of of 2020. Yeah, let me let me do a quick count here as far as uh, what um, the uh, um, Pilsker Games Pro Boards has on. We also lost a uh, referee from uh, Indiana. Unfortunately, I cannot find the post from our good friend Nacho Barrero to get his 
name. Um, but uh, he was a friend of Nacho's, I guess, refereed Lucha in uh, Indiana. And uh, so he was, you know, definitely was really well liked here. Let me see. Um, we are on the fourth day of the sixth month of 2020, and we have lost about 40 people uh, wrestling related, uh, if not more. Um, this is been one hell of a year for everybody involved, not only in the wrestling business, but uh, the world with coronavirus and the protests to reopen cities and states because of the coronavirus. And, and now everything with uh, Black Lives Matter. And um, it's uh, it's a scary place out there, folks. Um, yeah. we, John, we the number is 43. Ouch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 43 is not, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Like, a like we said a few weeks ago, 2020 is making 2018, which had been the previous worst year, look like a Sunday school picnic. Um, well, we, we're going to bring some announcements at this time. We want to send our well wishes to everybody affected by these wrestling deaths of the Brotherhood of Wrestling. Um, but uh, next tomorrow night, we are doing our Black Lives Matter movement. It'll be myself and Steve Kane. We're going to be joined by some really influential uh, black men in the wrestling business. And um, we've got uh, quite a few uh, guests that are going to be joining us. I'll let Steve Kane tell everybody about that. Okay, well, booked so far. And this is just so far. Um, we have, uh, two, we have actually three people who, uh, will be, uh, joining us that, uh, have been on this show before our good friend, Barrington Hughes, who, uh, is, uh, mm-hmm. basically he's the, he's the guy that, uh, is behind all of, uh, this, uh, discovery of, uh, racism within the, uh, current, uh, climate of the business. Um, our good friend, uh, William Huckabee and his wife, Selena, uh, for those who don't know, William was on several months back. He was actually the victim of uh, racism during a show by a fan. Um, we'll have uh, uh, Lennox Norris with us. Uh, uh, Montreal, Washington is going to be joining us. Um, our uh, One of our guests for this evening is uh, working on uh, getting somebody with us who has... Uh, uh, was involved in the uh, WWE uh, Cruiserweight Classic as well. So um, it's going to be kind of a roundtable discussion, actually more or less a uh, learning session for Sean and myself. Uh, I think we're pretty much just going to be uh, sitting back being sponges and uh, letting these gentlemen who understand the struggle be able to explain it to us and those of you in our listening audience uh, much better. So yes. we hope you'll uh, tune in. It will be at uh, 10 Eastern tomorrow night. And uh, we're, we're going to go ahead and block uh, set aside a two-hour block for this. And uh, I think it will uh, go well into that. And then next week, right back here on Wrestling Authority Radio, we will have the return of Tommy Cairo. Tommy or Tony? I always get that Ooh, mixed up. Tommy. 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 Okay. Uh, Tommy Cairo will be back with us next Thursday night 
as well as uh, hopefully Bill Alfonso and some other guests. Uh, we will be discussing. Yeah, Jim um, and it looks like this time we will be joined by the quintessential stud muffin himself, Joel. Oh, my. And I will do the rest because only he can do it like he can, Gertner. Um, we will be joined by them, and one of the discussions that uh, Steve and I are going to be having with Fonzie and Jim Molyneux is the importance of a referee in wrestling. I watched AEW last night. I watched, uh, I believe, two tag matches, and I am not impressed. Mm-hmm. I am not impressed with some of their referees. Some of their referees need to go back to ref school and learn how to count and, uh, you know, not see everything that happens in that ring because – the referee that I, I saw, one of the referees, you. one of the referees I saw last night couldn't turn away for anything. And I'm, I'm sitting here going, you know, I, I feel bad for JR and whoever else is on commentary because the referee has seen all of this and is not blind yeah, to any the, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the Jericho match, okay? Like straight up, the referee was, I swear to God, his, his eyes went wide and his jaw dropped and he was just like, uh, the which way do I go, George? Which way do I go? I'm just like, Really? <laughs> Uh, so we'll be discussing that. He didn't know where he was. We will be discussing that next week as well as, uh, with Tommy, the importance of tag team wrestling again, because that tag match last night had its good points and low points. But the thing that I'm not seeing anymore is, uh, is, and as a a heel actually being a heel tag team and actually, you know, Mm -hmm. doing things that, uh, the, the, the other thing I didn't see in the tag match I want to mention real quick is the referee did not hold the baby face back during the blind tag. Uh, you know, that's, mm. that's something that should be being done all the time. He will tell you, if, if, if the baby comes in and the two heels are attacking that baby face and that baby comes in and has not been tagged in, you've got to hold him back. Right, right. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's save the let's save the theory discussions for uh, next week because we have some uh, wonderful people here. And uh, tonight, yes, we are going to be getting serious again. Um, and folks, uh, this is you know a wrestling discussion, so we're gonna we're gonna try and hold it to that. So uh, without any further ado, I'm going to introduce. Uh, Everybody, two of our uh, favorite Buffalo uh, girls. And whoa, 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 whoa. That wasn't cool, Sean. I thought I was muted. I'm sorry. Mm, okay. Sorry. Two Go of ahead. our favorite glow girls, April Ham, a.k.a. the Royal Hawaiian, oh. and Cheryl Rusa, a.k.a. Lightning. Yay! How's it going? And, Hi, there. Hi, sweetness. And, and then joining, and then also joining us, um, we have um, from the uh, Minnesota Wrestling Hall of Fame and woman who has uh, created a uh, um, a program. Now she's worked for she's worked with first responders. Now she's also working with wrestlers um, because of the Hannah Kimura situation. Um, from Wrestling for Life, Carol Castle. Hi, guys. Hi, Steve. Can right. you hear me? Well, yeah, I can we, hear you. we can hear you. Just uh, speak, yeah, okay. speak directly in and speak up, and you'll be good. So, um, 
April, we're going to let you leave this because uh, because you're the one who uh, first uh, got this uh, got this entire thing hooked up. So we're going to let you handle, let you go ahead and start this, and uh, we'll let you roll with that. Okay. All right. Well, aloha, everybody, and thanks, Steve and Sean and, and Katie, for having us again. As always, we love to come on with you guys. Oh, we love you. Um, Tonight is a, a, a serious topic that we're going to start with, and I'm helping Carol Castle, who is the founder and director of Wrestle for Life. So Carol's going to kind of go over things um, with the recent death of Hanakimura, uh, our 22-year-old female wrestler from Japan, um, unfortunately took her own life last week. And it was as a result of cyberbullying, and she was a member of the Terrace House um, reality show on Netflix, um, and it was located in Japan, and it was a reality show. And there still is uh, investigations going on on whether there was um, a male cast member that was involved in possibly some type of altercation with her that was also possibly due to her suicide. So everything is still under investigation. And as a result of her suicide, Japan is looking at legislature to try and set up new laws um, regarding cyberbullying and uh, abuse for inter internet, um, you know, mishaps and abuse. So things are, are getting a little serious in regards to what's going on on the internet, uh, specifically Facebook, Instagram, and so on. But I want to go ahead and turn it over to Carol, and she can go ahead and um, talk a little bit about the uh, nonprofit organization and what what she has started and what we are helping her uh, do as a way with getting some of the Glow Girls involved. Um, Myself, Hollywood, and Lightning met Carol last year, and we're fortunate enough to to learn about the uh, nonprofit organization and receive the beautiful coins that you can purchase to help out and offer assistance to anybody that might be in need of some confidential personal help if they are in need of help thinking about suicide. So, Carol, mm-hmm. if you can, go ahead and take over and let us know a little bit about what you've been doing. Thanks, April. Um, yeah, we, we're about a year, year and a couple of months old. And yeah. this is a program out of the Minnesota Wrestling Hall of Fame. And it's called Wrestling for Life. And it started because my son was a firefighter that committed suicide. And I ta- I'm tagging up with Safe Call Now, which is uh, a hotline for suicide prevention that was founded by a police officer. And they're directly providing benefits for veterans, uh, any first responder. Uh, what's different about them is the people that answer the phones are actually police officers, firefighters, dispatchers, correction officers, people that actually do the job. And when I had called Sean and asked him if he would be part of Wrestling for Life, he sent a representative down the Cauliflower Alley to uh, to interview wrestlers, boxers, MMA fighters, managers, anyone involved in the wrestling, um, uh, whole wrestling business, find out what their stressors are, what their needs will be, 
because in the fighting sports, they have a double or triple of suicide rate um, of that of civilians also, about equivalent to first mm. responders. So we have have a particular life wow. point just for um, the people involved in the fighting sports, and that's how it, how it began. Um, we have a website with more information, um, wrestlingforlife.org, the, the number four. And just to let everybody know, tonight, one of our own glow girls, Little Feather, who is Kuipo Silver, she was supposed to be on the show this evening, um, and she wanted to participate because her own father did take his life by suicide. And she wanted Mm -hmm. to be on the show tonight, but due to the fact that her first grandchild is being born, uh, was supposed to be next week, and her daughter was uh, suddenly rushed into the hospital to induce labor. So um, our thoughts and prayers are with her and her family, and hoping she's got a a healthy new uh, grandchild maybe sometime tonight. If we find out during the show, I'll let you know. But that's why she's not on tonight, but we did have her in uh, the promo saying that she would be here. But... um, God had other plans for her tonight. So um, we'll have exactly. her maybe, let's leave on another day. Maybe we can have her back. So just wanted to let you guys know that that's why she's not, you don't hear her on tonight. <laughs> One of my friends is actually 18 weeks pregnant. I just saw her today for the first time, and she's just starting. It's a really, really show. She looks adorable. Well, I'm, I'm expecting a grandson <laughs> at the end of July, so I'm getting awesome. anxious too. <laughs> so... <laughs> But so yeah, oh, wow. Carol. It was nice meeting Carol last year, and uh, we wanted to extend whatever the Glow Girls could do to um, help her with advertising and getting on a couple um, different shows to try and promote the suicide awareness and prevention. And um, I would like to just um, let the listeners know what's going on tonight if you're out there listening um we do have the call-in line which is 213-943-3719 you can call in if you have any questions um for carol myself or any of the other um folks here on the show tonight uh, in regards to any questions you might have um the suicide line um is 206 Four five nine three zero two zero, and that is the safe call now line, which is a twenty four seven line, and it is a confidential line. So if you do call, you can be assured that um, if you are a youngster, which we are trying to aim at at the young folks, you know. Um, uh, Hana Kimura was only 22 years old And if you happen to be on the phone And have to hang up Because you think your parents are coming You can feel comfortable that you can hang up And your parents will not be able to redial that number It is a confidential line And wow. you can then go back at your leisure And you can call back to talk to someone And this line will get you immediate help It will not be like Unfortunately the national suicide line You can be calling there And you may get put on hold for nine minutes, which is what Carol, right? Nine minutes that someone had to wait on the national line mm-hmm. to get through. No, oh I my gosh. I vetted 14 different suicide hotlines, and they were they were call centers. Their next call mm-hmm. would be for a furniture store. They would yeah. put you on oh, hold and Lord. say they could call you into somebody 
But most of the time, they would take your name and phone number, and hopefully by the end of the day, somebody would Someone call you back and he would. This they way, call now at you call, call, right? somebody will answer the telephone that is a trained first responder to deal in crisis. And that's the neat thing about State Call Now. It's an anonymous, uh, all calls are anonymous. Everything, uh, the number's encrypted. If you hang up because someone's walking into the room, they can't call you back because they are encrypted. Thank goodness. That's Thank the beauty goodness. of the phone number. Wow. It cannot be, phone numbers can be subpoenaed. People don't yeah. realize that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the young, so the young kids who, who might be needing to reach either. out for help, you can feel safe in calling Safe Call now that you will get immediate yeah. help, and you can feel comfortable that it is confidential for you. So if you hang up, your parents or someone else that might walk into the room and grab your phone and try and redial, you will be safe that they cannot get back to that number. So you're then able to call back at your leisure when you have a safe environment to call back and discuss what kind of help you need with somebody. And we'll we'll mention this this number several times throughout the show. So if you're listening right now and you and you need help, don't hesitate. We'll be on for we'll be on for another ninety minutes. You stop yeah. and you call now. Two zero six four five nine three zero two zero. Do it. Yes. And, and and just to kind of let you know, we've been posting on our on our pages. The Glow Girls have been posting the safe call number and the um, Wrestling for Life website. And I personally have gotten a few um, calls or messages um, asking for the information directly and assistance. So even in just the short time that Carol and I have been working for maybe, what, the last week and a half, Carol? Um, yeah. I got some calls and been able to direct people. And and you said that now the numbers are like 12 or 13 um, uh Staves a day, or, or, or that people have gotten um, some serious they are, getting hundreds, they are getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of phone calls a week, but they're they're dealing with probably ten to fifteen, maybe more crisis calls daily. That's how many lives they're saving in a day. You know, probably uh, twelve to fifteen crisis calls a day. Everything's anonymous. I don't get numbers. I don't ask for numbers. I don't ask for situational calls. Everything's anonymous. Ballpark. That's the last time I had talked to somebody from there. Uh, kind and of the vibe. I was another getting. thing. Another thing too. These kids need to know. You do not have to give your real name. Remember that. No. You don't have to tell them your real name. At all. And they, I they provide referral services nationwide in Canada. Um, when you purchase a Litecoin off of our website, uh, it's not only good for the person who has it, but it's good for their family. And to explain the Litecoin, Carol, um, you can go on the website. The coins are beautiful coins, and it has, like, the uh, first responder emblems, the fire department, police department, um, the EMTs, uh, ambulance, 
logos, and it has the face call logo with the um, the number right on the coin. So you can actually purchase them. They are only $18 a coin, or Carol has a group rate available if you want to buy them for your business, your company, what have you. Um, a club you might be a member of, and you can then pass them out to you, to your members, and they would have those available to them. So if they ran into somebody who sounded like they were maybe having some issues, they can hand them that coin, and you just tell them, carry that on your person, have it in your pocket, have it in your purse. If at any time you need to look up that number, that number is right there on the coin. So it is a 501c3 um nonprofit organization so you're also able to get in touch with carol regarding donations and other assistance if you're interested in that so we're just here to help carol facilitate getting the suicide prevention and awareness out there so you know anybody that would like to help yeah, we, we have the two coins. We have the one with the wrestling ring on it, and uh, part of the ring is uh, the, the ring actually is uh, the American flag. It's pretty cool design. Yeah. And then the other one is the responder. And they're, they're heavy weight. They're meant to be in your pocket. Uh, when it's in your pocket, even with change or, or, or keys, you're going to know it's there. And it's a lifeline for your pocket to be kept there, put in your pants every day so you know it's there whether it's for you or for somebody else, the lifeline's for your pocket. Mm. They're wow. really beautiful, too, the workmanship on them. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Now, was that yeah, Carol I've, uh, or Carol? I've, Carol there? Yes, that was lightning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just think that oh. um, some you could take these and give them out as, uh, a lot of people have, well, I don't know about events right at this moment, but they give out uh, swag bags. I mean, that yeah. would be a wonderful thing wonderful. to purchase yeah, in mass cool. quantity to put into swag bags at different events. For sure. That, that would be really considerate uh, to, for, for employees to do that. I've had several companies that, that want to sponsor the local police department, fire department, uh, hospital, um, EMS department. That was like a month ago. Um, that's kind of neat. Uh, I like seeing the community. And right now, being that we're in the pandemic, it really is suitable for any business at this point. doesn't even have to be a first responder type uh you know, job or what have you, because I worked in a call center, which is very stressful. You're on the phone all the time with people yelling at you in a customer service job that now we know Mm -hmm. the stress level is up for everybody that you, you can buy a whole bunch for yourself and give them out to your family and friends just in case somebody needs some help that, you know, a lot of people don't like to involve their family in their issues. Right. This is a number that you no can one, have, and no you can call. Away. Yes, and so you can call for yeah, whatever you think you need help with. You know, it started out as a first responder because, of course, those jobs are just a high, high stress, just like any of our, our um, veterans. 
You know, you have veterans with PTSD and all those types of things. Well, now guess what? Mm-hmm. We know now that wrestling is something where the suicide is extremely high and even more in recent days. So just think about everybody that's dealing with the pandemic today. We could use those points, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean you are ready to commit suicide, but if you are under any kind of undue stress, this number is available for anybody that needs help. Yes. Mm. It will not turn anyone away. And especially medical first responders, we've been taking them with open arms also uh, with a safe call now number. Now, what my question and is, Tom is do they Riley have is the one that is the inventor of all this. He's the brain. He's do the they... one that has all the great volunteers mm. taking the phone calls that are current or that's, uh, retired. That's, that's great. And also, which means they do have mental health experience. They are trained in mental health. Uh, personally, I do. I was a trained psych tech for years um, after yeah. I retired from working from the school. Um, I'm sure a lot of them do. I know you see in most business, uh, the police department, the fire department, they do give you some behavioral health uh, uh, training mm-hmm. every year working working with with uh, public, but. Yeah, I worked on the locked uh, crisis stabilization ward myself. Mm. I have a drug addict. Wow. Call in number if any of those people listening. 213-943-3719. If you have any questions, please call in. Right. And if you're, and if you're experiencing questions, issues and right? you need to talk to talk to somebody safe call 206-459-3020 don't hesitate call yeah. you know you one at a time <laughs> go ahead i don't need to speak Cheryl, i, I think you were talking go these, ahead yes these thoughts can come well, into the really young absolutely really young minds Although when you're really young, you're not quite sure what these thoughts are or you don't take them seriously. But this can start at a young age just depending upon your situation. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. first time I ever called a crisis line, I was 13. So. Yep. I can go. I had and the best thing that starts earlier nice now. I had uh, thoughts of suicide when I was seven years old. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was serious. I don't know if it's more sarcastic than serious, but it was in my head, like somebody ripping the rug out from underneath me. And like my whole life was going to be gone. My future plans of everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the doctor was talking to my parents, like I wasn't in the room saying that oh. I should, uh, get a sit-down job for the rest of my life and be trained to be a secretary or a receptionist. And at this point, I already had plans. I was going to join the Army or, or be a policewoman or a firewoman. And I actually had a visual. Uh, I, I actually thought to myself, uh, uh, give me a gun and I'll, you know, and I'll uh, get it over with now. 
And but tell uh, them, Cheryl, mm-hmm. tell them why that you had a physical disability. I had, that, uh, that... I had, I had a hip dysplasia, uh, mm-hmm. and I had to be in a cast for two years, uh, which was basically uh, a um, straddle position uh, with a cast going up to my. It was a body cast. It went, it went up to my ribs and down to my toes and uh, in a straddle position. I was stuck like that for two years, and I had four mm. surgeries. And they fixed. I mean, they fixed my leg, obviously, or I wouldn't be a professional wrestler and a professional stunt woman. But part of that is my defiance over the whole thing. If I had done what the doctor had said, I probably would be crippled at this point if all I did was give up. And I don't. Yeah, uh, that's the whole thing. They expect you to lay down and die. No, 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 no. That's like one of my one of my ex girlfriends. She had she had her pelvis and her legs crushed in an accident. And same with my uncle. Yeah, you know, he got hit, hit by a bus. And they were both told, "You will never walk again." And as you were saying, you wanted to be in the military. And what did Tracy go and do? Join the military. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a after total being told you'll never walk again. And, yeah, and 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 I I got to the point in my head where I thought, fuck, sorry, I'm gonna cuss. Fuck oh, him, uh, fuck that asshole doctor. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do, and you you just watch me. And it could flip mm-hmm. like a coin. It could flip the completely opposite direction of that. And that's what you know, Tracy did too. She 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 flipped the doctor the bird and said, I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> I love it. Exactly what she did. I I'm love it. Do what I want. I'm not listening to what you have to say because what you have to say is not going to happen. I'm not living in this chair for the rest of my life. No, thank you. And she you know, and and they, they're they're trained uh, from the hospitals they work in, and even back then they had lawyers and stuff. You have to give telling them that you have to dish out the worst case scenario. You know, mm-hmm. and and some people, it would make them be defeated. It would defeat them. Uh, no. And um, and I was probably clinically depressed for years and didn't even know it. I didn't really mm. realize it until I wasn't depressed. It's hard to explain. Mm. And that was probably probably when I hit high school. I mean, it took me a long time to yeah. a long yeah. time to pull me out of you know. The mm-hmm. internal thoughts whipping around sucks. in my head constantly. High school sucks. Straight up, man. I mean, I was so far back in the closet when I was in high school, and that was because the only lesbian in the school, I watched what they did to her. So I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to stay way, 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 way back. Way back when nobody can find me. And, I mean, like, I, they... They did. They did the clinical depression crap, but they also they also said, "Well, we really can't call you suicidal." And I said, "What do you mean?" He says, "You're more of a you just don't want to be here anymore, but you don't know what you're going to do." So they basically said I was passively suicidal. Well, and at the young age with the high schoolers today, even we want to make sure that they're aware. Uh, the bullying is definitely a problem today, and it's not being it's talked warming. enough about. And nope. those of you mm-hmm. who are being bullied or 
made fun of for the things that you are doing. And if you want to pursue wrestling or being like Cheryl, she wanted to do a firefighter or she wanted to join the military, don't let them tell you you can't do it. Ignore the nope. You need to focus on what it is you want to do. You could do what you want to do. Set your mind to it. Don't be depressed. Be active in what it is you want to do and ignore the bullying. You know that's part of what's making you depressed, so you need to counteract that and still pursue your dreams. Don't let them tell you that you're bad at it, you can't do it, that, you know, it's impossible or what have you. I don't care if it's family members, friends, bullying, strangers, whatever. You need to do what you want to do and follow your dreams and don't let them deter you from whatever it is and ignore the bullying because it will get you depressed. It will run you down. And, again, please use the safe call now number. Again, 206-459-3020 and ask for the help. It's there. It's available to you, and it costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. So please call that number. Okay, I did get a message from Kuipu. Let me see. Okay, no no news yet. (laughs) Sorry, guys. No news yet. I thought it was going to be a baby announcement or something. No false alarm. No baby yet. I want this baby to be born on on uh, on the show. Like, like call the in show. when the baby's being born. No. I want to hear the screaming in the room. Oh, my. <laughs> You're so and then the baby on top of it. <laughs> like, I thought I was bad. The smack, the smack and the, and the, and the wham, like, That's the best part. <laughs> they didn't have to do that to my daughter. She just, yeah, they didn't have to spank my daughter. No. She came out screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you well, no, I you know um, Steve, I think we have Carmen um, Envy says she's on hold. So whenever you guys okay. want to bring her on, she's ready. Okay. And Carol, is All there right. any other, Let's is there any other here. last okay. minute things you'd like to say, Carol? Yeah. I'm not in. I know, April, you covered it so well. Um, if somebody wants to find me on Facebook and send me a message, I can give them more information. Just okay. uh, our website is wrestling the number four life dot org if they want to check this out. Uh, uh, purchase life coins, the eighteen dollar price and come with priority mail shipping. Okay, and the research is at carolcastle32 at gmail dot com. Okay, Carol, Ooh. thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yep. I appreciate it. Thank okay, you, honey. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay. Hey, April. April. Yeah. April. What's uh, what's the area code on uh, on uh, Envy's Uh, number? I I believe it's eight one eight. Let me just double check. But I believe it's eight one eight. Okay. Okay. That case, then I think I've then I think I've found her. So uh, welcome to the show for the very first time. Uh, She was uh, Envy, Lady Soul, and Essence. Um, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Carmen Wickers. Yay! Hey, girl. 
Carmen Campbell Villalobos, okay? Yeah, she got too many names. I don't know which one to call her. <laughs> Sorry, I just, put, I just put Wickers, so I figured you could come on you know and what? tell us your full name. I'm, I'm, I'm good with, good evening, nice lady. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm oh, good well. with that too then. Okay, well, you know what? MB has not been on before, so we're going to let no. her, you know, you guys can talk to MB a little bit if you'd like a, um, to call in and talk to MB, ask a question to MB Lightning or myself. So the call in number is 213-943-3719, and I know there's some of you out there waiting, so go ahead and dial in. Oh my. In other words, guys, I love you. Carmen's a virgin. <laughs> hey, yes, I am. A virgin. She is a war virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so Steve, good. you can ask we'll be, her something. We'll be, what do you want to know we'll about Emmy? <laughs> Come on, um, don't all ask questions at the same time. Well, maybe Katie has a question for you. Well, first, okay. So maybe first I, off, Carmen, I hear you're you're a Chicago girl. <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm a Chicago I'm a Chicago guy myself. So, um, tell us about uh, you know your your family growing up. Uh, what type of um, athletics, you might have been involved with things like that. Okay, well, so I've been living in Chicago for a couple of years, and because uh, I got married to my husband, and he lives here, born and raised Chicagoan. This man is his name is Chad, and I'm uh, actually from uh, Vegas in California. Oh, I thought oh, you were from okay. Chicago. Not me. <laughs> oh, it's Chad. I'm a I'm a I'm a West Coast. So I grew up in, uh, I went to school in Vegas from 75, yeah, I'm dating myself, back in 70. I left New Jersey because I was an uh, East Coast girl, too. I've been all over, okay? So Okay, well, see, I, I, I went from something on every interview. <laughs> She's I'm been everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, my dad was in the military, so I'm actually born, I'm born uh. in Germany. I'm a German. I'm German chocolate. Call me that. Expect mm, German noise. chocolate. Yes, I, I I speak German a little bit. I spoke it fluently. I don't speak it anymore. I just understand it. Who said that? Is that Cheryl? Uh, that's Cheryl. My dad was uh, half German, half Austrian, actually. Oh, and uh, and I had to learn some German as a kid. And I the same thing. I know some some stuff. You know, not a lot. Yeah. Not enough to. Just enough to get me into trouble. I know I can or, I can order food and um, I can order a food in a cup. I know all my silverware and I definitely know where uh, how to ask where the bathroom is. Oh, I have a, oh, I have a German last name, but I wasn't German only by injection. And oh, Lord. I can say Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Yeah, good. Yes, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, good Guten Tag, yeah. Guten Abend. Good day or whatever you want to say. Um, and good okay, so Nacht. Yeah, uh, yeah good Nacht. Um, but no calls. Yeah, so, I have some people telling me they were on hold. Oh. There's a good people on okay. hold? Well, I'm not I on hold. I have, I have, had, on hold. I have two, two different people telling me they were calling in and on hold. Oh, all right, yeah, guys. Keep an eye on the studio. Are we I'm not in line there. now? I didn't know. Well, Brian, Steve's taking care of it. We'll get to him. Okay. Very good. Okay. 
I'll be in the studio shortly and I'll take care of everything. All right. So let me so so let me finish. (laughs) So I I I left Vegas. I left Vegas in '88, and actually, me and Janine Palestina, we moved to uh, Hollywood together. So her and I were together for a while. Mm-hmm. Was it 87 oh. or 88? 88. After Pal, Janine and I moved to to uh, Hollywood together. Okay. She's been my roommate. She had been my roommate for years. And who was that? We, Palestina? Janine, Palestina. We tight like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> We got some trouble, you know. It was all good, kicking in the hood in Hollywood. I knew all about trouble. Yeah, trouble. Where is MTV? Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) What kind of trouble did she get into? Well, in 88, I was just starting high school, so I was getting in all kinds of trouble. Shit. (laughs) What? Uh, Oh my God! Yeah. I'm right, really Billy, old. Ass, we some, uh, You're not old. Ladies, we do. Have so uh, first off, I'm gonna bring uh, somebody, April, that uh, you are uh, friends with on uh, Facebook, and that Sam, you're uh, live with the Glow Girls. Hi, Sam. Hey, Pine. Hey, Hi, Pineapple Sam. Mama. Good. I'm glad you got through. I, I got your shirt on right now. Thank you. Way to wrap. Way to go. I'll, Aloha. Aloha. So we got Carmen. Oh. We got Carmen Envy, and we got Cheryl Lightning on with oh. us also. So if you have any questions, oh. go right ahead. Hello there, everybody. Uh, Hello. I think, what you're doing there, I, think, I think what you're doing hey, about, you know, suicide prevention, is it's all good. It's great. And I, I think you should keep doing it on, on, on shows and podcasts. Well, and, thank uh, you. We're trying to get and, the awareness uh, out there. Yeah, I think it's it's really good th- good thing to do. And uh, April, I wanted to ask you if uh, you remember. I don't know if you did it when you were on. I know the first few seasons of Glow, they did like a little rap. Each girl did like a little rap. And I wanted yeah. to know if you remember the the rap, the little rap you did. And if you do remember it, if you could do it on right now. Okay, I'm the oh, royal wow. Hawaiian, and I love to hula. I got pretty flowers, but don't let that fool you. I jump from the ropes and I turn you to mush. You better watch out because I do the crutch. Nice. <laughs> That's one of them. Thanks. You're awesome. welcome. Any awesome. questions for the girls? Yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for coming All right. In. Much Bye. love, there, there Thanks we for coming go. out. Thanks for coming out. Okay. We're gonna, now, while I'm checking the next call, I'm going to bring in... Uh, Glow nephew Pete. So Pete, Pete you're on. Hey, Hello, Pete. Glow aunties. Hey, Hi, Pete. Hey, Pete. How is everybody? How's everyone doing tonight? Good. Oh, we're doing good, Pete. Before, before, I get, before I get to my question, let me just say I say I got to give you the highest praise for this suicide prevention thing. I think it's an absolute great thing what you guys are doing. Thanks, Pete. Um, We're trying to get out there. I have a question, but I just want to say, like, it was because you know I got the honor of meeting April last year. I met Cheryl two years ago. Carmen, I never met you yet, but I hopefully I get to meet you one day. Hopefully. Uh, And also, what I do is, 
first of all, I always called like that match you had with Emily, where you took Little Fiji and used it as a missile. I called that the Soul Patrol bomb. I just want to say that um, I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> that one verse you did in Nasty and Mean, Carmen, where you went, we split them up, we beat them up, and laugh at their pride. Ooh. <laughs> uh, hey, Carmen, oh, Petey knows everything. Uh, I, I know he does because oh, yeah. I'm thinking, I think, I like damn, I'm, uh, I don't remember a lot. <laughs> it's been 30-something it's been years. You know, oh, my God. If I had grown up your equivalent, if I had grown up your equivalent, April, yours, obviously, your nephew would be Pineapple Pete Show. Yours would be Storm. And Carmen, yours would have been uh, Ambition. Oh, oh hey, Pete. okay. I like it. I love Petey. it. Did you know yes. that there that. is a male wrestler now, and his name is Pineapple Pete? Okay. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I know that. Chris, for Jericho, Chris Jericho gave him yes. a nickname on a show, like, uh, I don't know, several weeks ago, and he was commenting, yeah, and he called him. His name is Sugar. Sugar um, Dunk, Dunker. Sugar, Sugar Dunkington. Sugar Dunkerton. Yeah. And so from that point on, he came to the next match in a pineapple shirt. And guess what he's doing now? He's coming into the ring carrying a pineapple like I do. And I oh, said to him, uh, I, I don't want to do a gimmick. I, no, huh? I told him that. I've been doing this pineapple shit for 35 years. I said, this isn't anything new. So I sent him a message, but he never replied. I, I, at the risk of uh, angering Mr. Jericho, I'll just change it to something else. How about pineapple nephew or pineapple nephew? <laughs> yeah, that, that'll work too. The pineapple pineapple. That was already taken. I couldn't believe it. And so uh, Otto and I... You know, when we go on his shows, I do the kind of, but the kind of as we're coming in. So it's it's not a new thing. We were just on another show. We <laughs> talked about it, but yeah. So I hate to say it, but pineapple Pete is already taken, Petey. Okay. So we're gonna have to say I'm, pineapple I'm not gonna, nephew or something. I don't. I don't want to get sued, so I'll just change it to pineapple nephew then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not getting sued, folks. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and, and if, uh, and by the way, Sarah, if Party Animal had a nephew, he'd be called Party Dude. Oh, um, actually, Party somebody, dude. okay, somebody just sent me a picture of Pineapple Pete. Oh, my God. Can you send me a picture of Pineapple Pete? He's a pretty good wrestler. He's been around for like 20 something, 20 ish years. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I checked okay. it out. <laughs> Um, yep. so. my, my, I, I do have a question uh, for all, it's all three of you. It's, one, it's two questions, but it's for all three of you. Uh, my question, one of my questions was, what would be your best memories of Glow? And then my second question is because all three of you have the, you know, all of these works with her, and that is the memory of my idol, uh, one, the late great Emily Dole, Mountain Fiji. Oh, oh my sh- God! I uh, this is Envy talking right now. Oh. I, I she was a doll. She was so. Sweet and kind and loving, and I loved wrestling against her. She, you know, when we wrestled, you know, she's, you know, she's scary because she's so big, and we're like, oh my god. And when she would throw us out the ring, I mean, she, she made sure 
that we felt comfortable wrestling with her. And um, it was just a joy being being with her. She's just a beautiful, beautiful oh, spirit. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Just a be- beautiful spirit, for sure. All I saw anytime. Mm. I remember yeah. uh, being in Hawaii with uh, with uh, Fiji, and I was uh, okay. party animal, actually, not lightning. I was lightning the party animal, and I'd been corrupted. And me and uh, and um, Nanuchka went against her, and she oh. picked me up and just slung me out of the. She just, it was like I was a feather in her hands. She just scooped me up over her head, walked around with me, and then just threw me out of the ring into uh, Nanuchka and into the audience. I had a and then she came after us, and she scared the crud out of both of us. (laughs) I had had a native friend in grade five, I do believe it was, and her name was Tina, and that's who she reminded me of, and she was just a big girl. I I got thrown by her once, but yeah, okay. To be fair, I was four foot nine. Okay, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're smaller than life. Like as big as that. Oh well, then I was four foot nine. I'm five foot one and a half now. I got oh, taller, okay. so you know. A little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did get well, Petey, taller. I didn't. I didn't get to wrestle against Fiji. Unfortunately, we always said it would have been fun because we thought they would have had like an island girl challenge or something but we never did and um i i just have fond memories of fiji because even though i never never wrestled against her we we worked together in the same season so um everything i have unfortunately you know unfortunately we we lost her in 2017 and um all Mm -hmm. my memories are great of her i spent a lot of time with her the last couple years of her life and yeah but didn't you wrestle her at Sarah when you were Sarah and Mabel against the Fiji oh, sisters? Uh, well, you know what? To be honest, you would know better than I do. So, as Royal Hawaiian, I never did. But you're right; maybe I did. And I think I, I think now that you're saying that, um, I do recall that. But you know what? I always envisioned it like everybody always asked, "Why didn't the Island Girls have a match together?" You know, and I'm like, "I don't okay. know. I wasn't the writer." You know, but I totally so, would have wanted to see that. Yeah, I know. It was like everybody said, mm-hmm. well, "Why couldn't? Why couldn't you guys get a you know some kind of match going?" I said, "You know what? I this is 35 years later. We have all these great ideas, but back then right. we, weren't, we weren't really you know wasn't up to us who fought who." So. Um, but my memories are always good because I, I remember her all the way up until the end because I spent a lot of time in the last two years of her life with her. So the fun things were, you know, bringing her lunch and, you know, she called me every week like clockwork and give me all her details like I didn't know them, you know, like her phone number and where she was and, you know, all of this. And they take her all her favorite, you know, things to bathe in. She loved all her, her smelly um body lotions yes. and all of that stuff. And she loved writing to her fans. So I always t- took her note cards and stationery and pre-stamped everything mm. for her. So all she had to do was address them Aww. to her fans. And Mama. yeah, she just loved oh, doing all sweet. of that. So, so yeah, Mama. It, was, it was wonderful and, and good memories. And I have, you know, my own personal, you know, things that I think of um, at, at certain times and stuff, but she was, you know, 
one one that you'll you'll never replace. You know, she's one of those priceless gems that you run into in your life. And luckily for the Glow Girls, we all got to share a piece of that with her. But um, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's looking down on us and happy that we're still doing things like this and and talking about our you know, our, our show and, and, and what we did back in the days and, you know, talking about her still yeah. and her legacy and stuff like that. So it's a good thing. It's, they're good memories, all good memories. Right. I right. Uh, you know, it's so funny you mentioned that. Go ahead, girl. Well, Pete, what? I just, I, <laughs> Petey, I just posted a, uh, a photo of, uh, Fiji with, um, a little girl dressed like me. Like her? Oh, like you? Yes. No, like me. Oh, oh my. Like, like you? Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh, how funny. Yes, from, from 1988, uh, they would let, the, they would let uh, some of the fans get into the rings and take photos after the show with, uh, you know, for a short time, and um, that was one of the photos taken. Oh, my and God. So, what, you posted well. it on the, on, on oh, the okay. Facebook feed? Yeah, oh, it's I just cute. posted it. It's cute. It's cute. I love it. It's adorable. <laughs> but you mentioned oh, my God, right. and that, cute. that, that picture just cute. popped up into my head. Oh, my God. That's too funny. <laughs> okay, that okay ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, okay. ladies and gentlemen, we do have another caller. By another the name caller. Juan. Okay, Juan. Thank you. Juan. 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 Have a good day. Thank Hi, Hi, are you leaving us, Pete? Good talking to you. Oh, I, I, I have to make time for the other one, but before I go, I just want to say as much as I love putting all of you uh, logos over, i got to say you have an awesome host. Good guy. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You guys, thank you. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Yeah. All right, sweetheart. Okay, and we have we have another caller named Juan. Juan, I hope you're ready. I'm putting you on air just now. <laughs> Good evening, Juan. Hello. Hi. 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 Hi, April. Hi, Cheryl. Okay, Hi, MB. Hi, um, Warren. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Um, a question for you girls. Um, uh, hold on. Um, question. Um, question <laughs> um, um, for you girls. Did people ever clown at you when they found out you were wrestlers? Did they what? Clown with us? Clown with no, us? No, uh, no, no, no. That. Um, when they found out you were wrestlers, that people ever made fun of you, and then and then how come? Did you ever prove them wrong as as girl athletes? Um, uh, you know, I, guess, I have. Oh, go ahead, Cheryl. I well, I know what he means. Because of my size, um, I've had people tell me you're you know uh, not believe I was a wrestler, and uh, like, what could you do or whatever to me. And I would lock them down in, like, a front headlock, also called a guillotine, and then they would choke mm-hmm. themselves out. <laughs> but, but, you know, they, they didn't realize that all I needed was a good lock, grip on the, uh, on the front in that front headlock position, and everything else was them choking themselves out. All I had to do is not let go. And them fighting me choked themselves out, and they... they uh, you know, I, I actually, most people give up and they're like, oh, my God, you know, the people that, the guys that that happened to. And uh, every now and then I'd get one guy that was, like, really pissed at me. But, mm-hmm. it, like, he took it personally that I got, it, that he got beat by a girl. And not only a girl, a teeny <laughs> little girl. 
anyway, uh, <laughs> but that I tells you, that, I know that tells the, you the person, you know, what's going on in their head, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't it? Well, isn't it great? <laughs> isn't it? I've always found it hilarious. Okay, straight up, I am five foot one and a half and about one hundred and thirty pounds. Okay, but I like to go people bigger than I am, and usually guys. So when you take down a guy, a little girl takes down a guy, it's extra special. Of course. It is. It's extra <laughs> special. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why people, see, people see Cheryl, and she's so tiny, but she's, mm-hmm. like, just, she's just like nothing but dead weight and muscle. So it would be mm-hmm. a shock for them to see her put up a fight because she is so tiny, you know, but... But she's mighty, double barrel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It's a, it's a we're quick. It's, I'm sneaky. I'm sneaky. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I don't know if I, I. I don't know I if I ever told you the story it. of back in the day, um, the first year of Which Glow, one? we were at the Riviera Hotel, and right next door to us were these little casinos. And we used to go into one of the little bars next door. And it was a bunch of us from season one. There was like maybe five or six of us girls in the bar. And there was a table of military guys. And they kept, we were having a good time. And they were kind of egging us on. And then I turned around and I told one of the guys that, you know, kind of jarhead kind of guys. And I just said, well, you know what? Keep to yourself and, you know, mind your business and things will be cool. And the guy just kept egging us on. And he didn't know who the heck we were. And so I finally got up and said, I had enough of you. I picked up the guy and I body slammed him right there in the bar in front of everybody. And the guy went, the guy went running out the door, was scared, petrified, and embarrassed. And then his two buddies, his two buddies are like, what the yes, hell? He did. I did. And, and, the, and his two buddies are like, what the hell? And we're like, well, we're the, we're the female wrestlers from across the street at the Riviera. We're the glow girls. Oh, shit. The other two guys turned around and beelined after him. And I'm like, I guess that'll <laughs> teach them to mess with the group of girls, you know? And it was like, that's what we did. It was like, hey, you need to keep messing with us. So, <laughs> Just don't do oh, it. Yeah, that was the, don't do it. Yeah. Uh. And he was, it was a good-sized guy. Not real, real big, but I'm not Cheryl's size. But, you know, back then I was smaller than I am today, but, but he was probably like about yeah. five you know. All right. You were yeah. I, I I used to love watching you wrestle uh on the the first season of Glow. Uh, you were one of my favorites. You I know it's so solid. funny because Cheryl Cheryl is one of our stories that we get to tell when we're on the road because Cheryl Cheryl became a glow girl because her boyfriend challenged her to submit her 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 resume after after they said at the at the end of the show, if you have what it takes to be a Globe Girl, you know, send your resume in. And so Cheryl used to watch, I guess, I watch us. And, and so, yeah, so she became a Globe Girl as a result of her boyfriend egging her on. And look at her. She's been one of the, you know, one of the popular <laughs> wrestlers that's still wrestling today, right? And who would have known? Yeah, I she would, was watching me. I was in grade, like, I was in, like, grade <laughs> seven and eight. Yeah, it was in grades like grade seven and eight when you guys were on. Sure, thanks, Katie. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. nice to us, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but she was also up in Canada, I'm not so sure. she was. I, I didn't give you the year, and I didn't tell them how old I was. I didn't age nothing. I did nothing. Oh, we can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, now, God. Emmy. 
Where's Envy? Well, is she still thank here? You. That was, that was a, Envy. A great I'm question. here, but I, but I can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Gotta just oh, jump in. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll I mute them all. I, I can do that, you know. <laughs> I, I, no, I do still there or gone? Oh, you're still here. Juan's no, still there. Juan's <laughs> still there. Now, I do have okay. a great Juan is still here. Um, I have a, okay, Steve, you have take a this for a minute. I got a, real, a you screen. Have a 203 call number on there? Someone was saying yeah. there's a real, yeah. I want to tell Juan, thank you for all his support and help with the Glow Girls in California because he is our like, assistant. Yeah, he's our runner whenever we're doing a Comic-Con or whatever we're doing instead of me with my, back, my bad back having to run up and down stairs all day long to get the girls in or, or our guests in and what have you. He's our runner. So I appreciate his help mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Because he helped Juan, me. Yeah, so thank you. Juan, doll. thank you so no, much. Whenever, when everybody disappears, Juan's still there to help us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yep. and he's so smart. He brings us funnel cakes and goodies. And <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. Juan. Oh, 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 my God. I remember that. that. I've never had one. That was the 4th of July. July. Oh, my God. Juan, the 4th of July I'm was? in Canada. Uh, I'm in Canada, but I, I'm in Toronto. Little, Come bring me funnel cake. That's a little far, JD, but let me tell you, he brought us. That was that was your event, Cheryl, right? Oh the 4th of July. Yes, one. and, and, they and were, that was the oh best I ever had funnel cake. Oh, they were the best ones. Those were the best ones I've had. They were the freshest strawberry um, funnel cake. Whipped cream. Whipped cream. With whipped yes. cream and powdered sugar. Oh, my God. They were to die. Oh, my calories in just, just one. It, was awesome. it doesn't matter. We ate them. Oh my God, they were so delish. So, <laughs> that's what that's what Juan's job is. He he scouts out all the goodies and surprises us with something. <laughs> so thank yum, you, yum, yum, yum. Juan. We appreciate all oh, your Juan, help. Juan, you're the best. I love you yeah. more now. Just so, just so you know, Juan. The sugar whenever. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, just so you know, Juan. Uh, next time we're in the middle of something and you're around and you're wondering what to get us, I love muffins. I love blueberry okay. muffins. Blueberry okay. muffins. Blueberry and you muffins. You know me, Juan. Uh-oh. I'm easy. I take. I like, I like cranberry <laughs> lemon. I like. I like okay. lemon cranberry muffins or oh, lemon lemon cranberry lemon. That's a good one. That's a good one. Cranberry lemon. Awesome. Oh. Stop, man. I just finished a burger. I'm not eating again, okay? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, you guys. But, see, i got to go exercise. i got to make sure I get a workout in before I eat anything else. You know, I. it's that yeah, time you of got, day, okay. you know, where you I want to eat. We're not having this conversation. Okay, we're not having this conversation. I have already gained 12 pounds since this darn pandemic began, okay, because it's like isolation and crap. Oh, yeah. yeah we've got the COVID yeah. pounds on them. Oh God! Yeah. I started I, it okay. about. That's okay. I, I gained COVID pounds back too, so no big deal. Yeah, I, I started I a diet a month ago. Yeah, eighty-eight pounds now I lost, and I gained seven pounds back. Bummer. You're okay, man. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> I was down. Yeah, I, w- I was. See, I'm not 129 now. Okay, I'm about 100. I'm about 139 or some or some crap like that. They, that's I'm not okay. liking this. Okay. That's okay. I have a lake. Yeah. I have to walk by my lake. I don't know about y'all. I have to be near water or else I get very depressed. Yeah, I'm a fire sign that has to be near water. Check that. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm five minutes from the lake, literally. Oh, well, then you better gain about seven or ten pounds to catch <laughs> up with that. I'm 101. No, I'm actually overweight for me. I mean, just by a couple oh, of pounds. But, oh, but she's bragging 101. That, I've been trying to. Yeah. I've been trying to go back to where I belong, which is 98 pounds. Whatever. Sarah, <laughs> be quiet. 101. Yeah, that's exactly. A free weight. <laughs> I know. I know. That's that's a free weight. That's God. no one's weight. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, the, I can't remember how It's it's oh what, what's Lord. Well, all I gotta say is. about that is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, get, I gotta get what? cracking because I'm getting I felt fat. <laughs> I want oh, that. On my, I man. want that as my phone. I want that as my uh, my uh, text. Your ringtone. Uh, my text. Or your text. No, not my ringtone. My text. Uh, Oh God! Notification. Yes, I want that as my okay, guys. Two one three nine four three three seven one nine. If anybody out there is listening and wants to call in, that's the number. Two one three nine four three three seven one nine. All right, and and with that, um, it's a it's a perfect time to go to a break. One, thanks so much. If you are on hold. Please uh, stay. Please stay with us. Um, stay, we're going to take a worry, uh, quick we'll uh, song break, and, and uh, this actually yeah, is the perfect a song. It's uh, one that Alice Cooper uh, just recently released, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's dedicated to uh, to the uh, people, to the entire world for what we're going through with uh, COVID nineteen. It's called "Don't Give Up." You're listening. To Wrestling Authority Radio on the Evolution Radio Network. We shall be right back. Yeah, I know you're struggling right now. We all are, in different ways. It's like a new world that we don't even know. It's hard to sleep, even harder to dream. But look, you've got 7 billion brothers and sisters all in the same boat. So don't panic. Life has a way of surviving and going on and on. We're not fragile, and we sure don't break easy. You know it's so hard to cope when you're just hoping that's all. We're all hanging on by a
This is Alice Cooper in Detroit. Let's keep fighting. Don't give up. Hi there. So you want to get into professional wrestling, but you just don't know how to do it? Well, I can show you how. All you have to do is dial one nine seven six R A S S L E R. That's one nine seven six Wrestler. I'll teach you the ins and outs, the ups and downs, everything you need so that you can just explode onto the wrestling scene. Just remember that number. It's one nine seven six. R A S S L E R. That's one nine seven six Rattler. Make sure you call today. I'll be waiting for you. Calls to one nine seven six Rattler are twenty nine ninety five per second. All major credit cards are accepted. Saturday night, June 26th, at the Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana, it's Stimulus Check Wrestling. Yep, we're putting our stimulus checks together, and we're going to have a wrestling show, featuring some down-on-his-luck XWCW guy that we can get for under 100 bucks, and a few other guys we can pay 10 bucks a piece for. That's Saturday night, June 26th, unless the zombie apocalypse is caused by the virus. That's Champ Cooper Elementary School in beautiful Ponchatoula, Louisiana. And Stimulus Check Wrestling, you don't want to miss it. Authority Radio live on the Evolution Radio Network, exclusively live yeah. on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Citizen Sean David, along with my co-host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. And, well, I can't say the rest of the mind tonight because it isn't a bag of dicks because, well, I, it's usually, well, we got a big bowl of cherries tonight, glowing <laughs> cherries. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I got nothing. I'm, I'm You're chaotic, so Katie. And, and on air with us, we have Cheryl, and we have Carmen, and yeah, Hello. that's what we and, and April. Bottom. Don't forget April. Oh, yeah, April. April's there. She yeah. won't forget April. April, she'll slap Me. the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick All you right. up and throw you out the window. <laughs> oh, man. You'll be crushing pineapples well, on you. Uh, I think <laughs> oh, not Steve, I think it's been so long since we talked to April, or uh, maybe it was Cheryl. Uh, I believe the last time we talked to you guys, I was getting ready to run an event, and I wanted to give everybody an update uh, on that real quick from our Glow Girl family. Um, Unfortunately, that event was sabotaged. Uh, I got to the venue. I had a ring rental set up. I got to the venue that day and waited for a ring that never came. I got a picture of a wreck that happened a year prior and was forced to cancel the show because I could not find another ring in time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, stuff happens. Oh, no. You couldn't find well, a ring? 
not another ring. No. This, they called me at 2 o'clock and said that this ring was not coming. We had a 7 p.m. bell time. I had wrestlers coming There's from out of no state. Way. Oh, my God. What a uh, mess. Do you, know, uh, do you know who Alex Knight is? Uh, I do not. Alex Knight, next time you're having a problem, and I've got all of his info, okay? All right. Yeah, but where is he, Cheryl? Alex mm-hmm. Knight, I don't know. You are talking about L.A., right? Oh, no, I'm in, a, I'm in Illinois. No, I'm not That's not going to help. Sorry. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, in Illinois, too? Wow. Yeah, well, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's get back Let's get back on track here. Um, it looks like uh, we've got uh, one of the uh, – um, guys who uh, manages the glow pages uh mike rand are you oh. are you out there yes i'm here how are you guys doing hey, hey, mike. we're doing good how are you doing Steve, now mike has for, been uh, doing these wonderful interviews in the last several weeks we've been trying to get mm-hmm. during this pandemic we've been trying to get some interviews together and mike's been so great to get as many of us glow girls that have been available and he's interviewed us and put us on his show. We've gotten some wild girls. We've gotten some guy wrestlers. So take it away, Mike. Take it away, Mike. for your exposure. I, I don't was going to start with a And joke. don't worry, Mark. I, I was, speaking speaking I, of I'm names, don't worry, Mark. Mike, we have not forgotten about you. We will get to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was going to start off with a joke if you guys have seen any good YouTube shows lately. But now April spoiled the surprise. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Great, April. Well, you should have Great. told me. Yeah, I didn't I mean, know. <laughs> I know. I didn't tell her. Hey, Katie. But, yeah. Get the whip. I mean, it's great. What again. I did was I reached out to the girls, and I said, hey, let's put together a little show here. The fans talk about history, there you go. how Ow. you girls got started. You're welcome. So, so that's basically what happened. I reached out. I have, um, I got over, I got like 26 interviews ready to go. That's <laughs> just sitting there um, that we did. I got 10 glow girls so far. Some of them have aired recently. Um, Envy's was the, Envy's was this week, correct? Yeah, Envy, right? Yeah. Envy this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pulse is, Pulse is tomorrow. Pulse is coming out tomorrow and then Justice the next week. And they've been great yeah, interviews. So We've learned so many stories. So just like Envy, um, you want to share everybody your story about how the name Soul Patrol like um, <laughs> came about? Uh, yeah, I mean, we had no idea. Me and Sh- me and uh, Adore um, had no idea that Soul Patrol was taken by was already used that name by a couple of brothers who were professional wrestlers in the '80s. So we thought we were as original. We thought, hey, we're soul, soul sisters, and patrol in the ring, soul patrol. And then we come find out that that name was already taken. So we weren't originals. They were the originals. Embarrassing to say, but anyway. But you were the yeah, original like girl. Team called the Revolt. <laughs> and, and that was the first time that I actually got to, other than, you know, through Facebook, speak to Envy. And that was really nice. You yeah, know, it was a fun interview. That. So funny. So, yeah, yeah great we, questions. I, I You're time. a great interviewer. Thank you. Yeah, I, I had a blast. I mean, it, it was nice because, you know, uh, April and Cheryl I had met before a couple times. So those were very good. And Jeannie as well, I've met her before. And um, 
Little Egypt, who has not come out yet, but that'll come out in the fall. So those, those were nice to redo, you know, have a good conversation with them. But then the people that I've never met before, like Envy, Tulsa, Justice, um, you, know, you know, Godiva, even though online, but never in person, like to talk to them again was great. Chainsaw, Jungle Woman as well. And, and some of these girls, these were really the first time fans are getting to see them talk about their stories because mm-hmm. we, we see certain girls doing the circuits, but then there are other girls who are not there as much. So there's been a yeah. lot of great feedback, you know, on the YouTube page and people just sending messages. I mean, I haven't had one person, you know, completely all love these interviews and they're like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I love this interview. And it, like, it's really great. Everybody needs to check them out because you're going to learn a lot about, Glow, and you're gonna learn a lot about their history and a lot of behind the scenes stories. And the bloopers, one day there's gonna have to be a blooper reel. That's all I'm gonna say I about know. bloopers. <laughs> oh lord, oh lord. There were some oh, good my. bloopers. <clears throat> oh good. Uh oh. <laughs> I I mean, if you if you watch carefully too, you know, I I can see Carmen smiling at the beginning whenever you do an announcer. And Cheryl, when we were talking. We had to do it a couple times too, because I was making Cheryl <laughs> laugh. I remember that. Are there bloopers on me too? You didn't tell I'm me t- about. You know that. what? You're the only one. I don't think we have bloopers on you because you, you did it. We did. I didn't have to cut you at all. Still perfect. Oh, April. No, was I just want to know what kind of bloopers there are. Oh, I know them. April had no bloopers. I know that's right. We yours was an easy one. And mine Straight was through. supposed to be the mine was supposed to be the worst one because mine was the first one, and that's the one that has all the kinks and all the you know getting out all the the problems. No, yep, it was good, April. Yeah, because you like they're that not one? all airing in the mm-hmm. order. The, yeah, well, they're not they're all not airing, airing in the order, in the order that I did of your film. But you yeah, know, but April the was thing first that I, that liked, I did. I liked about it is. I learned something out of every single one of their interviews, even though, yeah. you know, like with me, even, even though I travel a lot with Jeannie and Cheryl, I still learn something every day, every time I see an interview or every time, right, Cheryl, when we go on the road, yes. we learn because, because the fans ask us different questions. So then when we're like, oh, hey, yeah, what about this? And what about that? So we learn about something. We learn about somebody something new every time so for me the, this set of awesome. interviews was great because I didn't get to work with a lot of you you know I know mm-hmm. of you from you know our in our live interactions but like I don't know when you're being interviewed and they're asking you questions about the show back in the day that's how I learned my info is watching the interviews or finding out about it through the fans asking questions so this was you great know, for me because I learned all kinds I- of stuff I have curiosity about my experience versus the the season one and two. So mm-hmm. I like hearing I like hearing um, what happened before I was there. Well, Cheryl, I'll tell you, Envy um, Yours just came out this weekend, so my big sis hasn't, yeah. hasn't watched it yet. But she really loved your interview. She said, "Boy, Cheryl, because she knows." She hears me talk about you, right, like when we're doing things. But she says, you know, Cheryl, she's very interesting. She really enjoyed your interview. It was one of the best, best ones she liked. 
She said, oh, that's uh, good. She, I made I made her sit there with me and watch them all. And I said, so what did you think? She goes, you know what? I really like Cheryl's interview. She's very interesting. So I was like, and it was. I just like hearing all the stories. I didn't get to finish yours, Envy, because I got interrupted. And I was like, yeah. So I got to go back on yours tonight, finish yours, and then um, this week I'll get to watch Tulsa's. So other than I that, have a and tend- tendency. I have a tendency to, to ramble, so I have to. You I have do. to watch oh, you that. Do. Yours is long, I love, but I love it's it. Actually, you have good stories, though. It's like when you tell your stories, that's what's interesting. So, like for her, even for me, even though you know I know you, you're talking about the different stories or whatever questions Mike's asking you. So, yeah, it was it was really good. And, and then afterwards, talking to Arlene, she's like, "Oh yeah, she's very interesting. I, I could listen to her for another half hour." <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. Well, it was well, great too. Um, great job, you, Mike. When Thank you. Start you. Yeah, to I mean, remember something. Well, when you start to remember something, and then all these details start popping into your head, that's what makes it hard to, you know, cut it short. Yeah, I mean, what it's makes okay. these interviews so special is it is this, you know, it's everybody's own personal story. Nobody's is going to be the same, and it's all a backstory, right. a little bit, of history, which is really nice. I mean, because if you really look at the format, it's very simplistic. I'm not asking anything really difficult. You know, it's really like a little piece of history in that half-hour interview that everybody. Yeah, but even if you ask the exact same question, the story's going to be completely different. So it doesn't matter, right? You want to know exactly. where everybody well, started, you know? It's like with, with, with Carmen's this week, she was the first girl that was there um, that went all over the path. So her story, she was able to tell the story, how a little bit of what happened when that slip between two and three took place. Yeah. Yeah. How everybody, Carmen, Carmen, see, that's what I got. I have to go back and listen to yours because people ask about that. And see, I I don't know all those details. Yeah. I don't know those details. So they ask. So what happened when blah, 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 and then it went from glow to pow, and then pow to wow, and I'm like, shoot, I don't know, you know? So, like, that's why it was like, I was all intrigued, and I was pissed when I got interrupted, and I'm like, shoot, now i got to start all over. <laughs> but exactly. but it is, what is a girl to do? You know, you know what, Mike, good I wonder... I wonder if Mike can get an interview with, well, David has all the answers. I mean, David, yes, David's glow, David's pal, David's wow. Pardon me. Yeah, he doesn't do much I'm working on David. I'm working on David. <laughs> I did reach out to him, and I did get a response. So oh, that's Well, so, I think so, David, David wants yeah. to talk more about the future with wow and not, and not the past. No. Well, he can say he can well, talk a minute no, about but he can start. He can start out with glow, and then eventually, because mm-hmm. even like with me, I when I do my interviews, people ask me about, you know, how it started, and then I say, well, David McLean, his vision was female wrestling and on TV. His kind of got little warped because we got Matt, and then it kind of threw in the comedy and the the music videos and skits. And then David's goal was what he's doing now in WOW. He got women's wrestling on TV. So he, he got, wanted you know, a he, female. It, he wanted a exactly. female WWF. Exactly. So that's kind of close to what he's got on with WOW. Because when you watch WOW, it is all wrestling. You know? Right, I mean, even right. though they've got mm-hmm. more of the flashy costumes and the, and the right. gimmicks and all that, you don't have the campy, though. You don't have the skits. 
You no. don't have music videos. It's strictly a wrestling show on TV. So David well, that's what he tried to do with Pal. That's exactly what he tried to do with Pal. Right. Exactly. So you figure he exactly. went from glow to Pal and ended up with wow. So that's, right. you know, so I would think he would at some point try to, maybe, maybe Mike, maybe you can get him and tell him you want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Start with glow, how you went to Pal, and eventually ended with wow. You know, and that's mm-hmm. like with me. Like I said, with Envy's interview, that fills in some of the, you know, the blanks in there. So Yeah, because that's what I think right. I do with David's entire, you know, his entire career. Talk to him how it started with Glow, Pow, Wow, right. all the way through. Because, I mean, David, yeah, I've, yeah. I've talked to him once before on a, um, one of these podcast interviews. And, I mean, David has amazing stories to tell, you know, yeah. and, oh, and yeah, fans yeah. want to hear him. Like, everybody's dying to hear him. So I'm working on David, so hopefully we get David soon. And we do have, um, too, for the fans, you know, I do have the interviews with the WOW girls, too. And there's going to be a lot more, you know, that names that I haven't released that are out there that are, are going to be some really great interviews. We're going to take a little break at some point in the summer and then come back with more in the fall. But Excellent. for the next, I want to say the next six weeks, there will still be episodes. And the last four will actually be musical artist-type themes because we're going to have um, Space the Lioness, who is on WOW, who she's coming out with an album. Yep. RJ Root, who's buddy. a wrestler out here in the Northeast. Can, can somebody mute themselves? Part of they make way too much noise. Okay, who's got the background I mean, they need to mute themselves. That's Cheryl. Yeah. So what is two seconds and you mute? I, I I'm not repeat. saying anything. <laughs> no, what, there's what's some your background noise? noise? Oh. <laughs> I know. It's obnoxious. All right, we we have somebody who's been on hold for more than 25 minutes. We're going on to 26 Ugh. minutes. Mark, oh, come on, air, honey. Thanks, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hello, Aloha. Aloha. Who's that? Hey, Mark. This is Mark. Hey, Mark. Good hey, evening. guy. How are you? I'm upright. How are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you waiting funny. long to get through to us? Well, I'm multitasking, so it's okay. Well, so I have thank you questions. for waiting. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, so I have 25 freaking minutes. Well, I'm single. What else am I going to do? No, so I have two exactly. questions. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so, I like this you're guy so already. Cool. So He's my great. first question for, my first question for Cheryl, um, I want to know who your roommate was during Glow. And then the second question, throw it over to Carmen, because I'm sort of curious if Carmen, if you were in Pal uh, when it folded or did you leave Pal before uh it disbanded? And if if you were still there when it disbanded, how were you notified that it was no longer uh operating? And that's all I got. Oh, okay. I can answer. I can answer if somebody can mute themselves who's making all that noise in the background. Yeah. Who's making hold, all that noise? Hold on. I am stopping. I am stopping in like two seconds. So. <laughs> I'm driving okay. my car. There it's all gone. Give me a second. I'm looking for a parking spot. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. She's working. We'll, Anywho, we'll give her a rest. I found one. I'll, I found I'll one. answer the question. Yay. 
Um, okay, so when I was in PAL, when we did um, a live event, I think we were in, oh, it was here in Chicago, where I live right now, um, a, a, a wrestling move went bad in the ring and almost broke my neck. Oh, and that, that, yeah, I was down for the count, and so at that moment, when David came to approach me while I was on the mat, thinking I was paralyzed, thank God <laughs> I wasn't, um, I said, I quit. <laughs> I was done. Oh, that was God. still going on, and I, I said, bye, say la vie. It's not worth me getting paralyzed, so there you no. go. Yeah, oh, man. I think oh, that was pretty bad uh, last, in the ring. Was that your last match ever? That Herman? was my last match, live match, here in Chicago Ouch. with my family watching. And my, oh, and I told my, my Yeah, I told oh, my auntie, I said, don't you tell my daddy that this happened to me because he doesn't need to know this because he already warned me that. Something's going to happen to you, and uh, oh it did. So that was my last days in the ring, period. Oh my you, know, God. you know, the thing is, is when you're wrestling all the time, the problem is, is that you, um, I mean, you get really good, but then you start breaking your body down. It's like training, like all you do is jog, jog, jog. Next, you know, your hips, your knees, and your ankles are jacked up. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. You, need a bre- mm-hmm. you need a break. From wrestling too, you need to step away. Not literally. Even, yeah, no, it's six weeks. You need sometimes you just need a six week yeah. break. And when they're and when they're taping matches and they want you to do three matches in the same night, mm-hmm. like uh, every every night for six days a week, it just starts mm-hmm. compounding. And then these yep. injuries can happen so much quicker and easier. Uh, whereas if you had had that break. You could, your body could have re you know rejuvenated and you would have been doing right. that act. Well, we that didn't have time for that. Probably wouldn't have happened. We yeah, didn't have time no for time. that. We were, we were on a schedule. We were on a, a freaking tight ass schedule, so we we're constantly wrestling. I mean, that was our thing. We jumped on the bus, we cruised on to the next city, next state, and just kept wrestling. So kept oh, going. I know that's the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done it. But well, something <laughs> it's something two ways that I uh, that uh, Taz recently talked about uh, post-AEW uh, one uh, Wednesday night uh, where he said, and you guys all get this, I, I get this, Sean gets it, because we're all, we're all you know, veterans of the business. They're, you know, we have some Yeah, you don't get it, Katie. Um, I don't get we it. All, we, all have a, we all have a bump card. And, some, and someday... Like it or not, that bump card is going to get filled, and you're not going to be able to do anymore. And right. so, yeah, taking taking off time, like Cheryl said, oh, allows allows the bump card, the length of the bump card, to extend. It doesn't eliminate it, yes. but it does allow it to extend. It's like this. That's so. this is what professional athletes do in every sport. And most of them are given the opportunity to to get over injuries or be paid while they're resting in between injuries. That you don't have that luxury on on wrestling unless you're some uh, under some top contract with somebody. And you know because they just they throw you away for the next guy. That's why you see some really good people that aren't with uh, WWF or WWE, and then all of a sudden. Six months later, you see them on some other league because they got picked up because they're healed up and ready to go again. Right. Yep. Well, now, Cheryl, did you ever answer Mark's question? 
No, no. I, I, you were waiting for me to park my car. I'm parked. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was sorry about that. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. First, I okay. I'll start from the absolute beginning. When I got to Glow, uh, the first night we had just grab a random apartment with whomever. Nobody was in whoever they were rooming with, and I was in an apartment with. Uh, Big Bad Mama and possibly Grimlina, there was only one bed, and I, um, I, I know, and I just, I just said I would sleep on the floor, so I pulled the cushions off of a, a love seat for the, on the ground, and I slept on, you know, two, two love seat cushions, and I didn't even have a blanket. I had a coat I had over me, uh, on top of me. I didn't even have a. <laughs> So, That's some ratchet so, conditions. Are you kidding me? Right. So I roomed, I roomed with uh, uh, Big Bad Mama uh, for two or three days, and then, uh, and then they actually split us up into apartments. Um, and then I was with, uh, oh gosh, um, this one girl who would have been almost like a sister to Hollywood. She decided to walk. She was a makeup artist. She looked like she was related to Hollywood. She just had that, you know, everything about her. And um, and also, Babe, the farmer's daughter, was in that room, in that in that house, and um, and I think dementia. And then uh, they moved us, shuffled us around again. And then I ended up in an apartment with uh, Liberty and Tiffany and uh, and myself. And then they shuffled us around again. And then I was with who I right. And then I was with. Uh, Daisy and uh wow and and <laughs> Zelda and that those were my best that like they were the best roommates those two right there and um when we were on tour for the first time they put me in a room with a uh, thunderbolt and she was like a, constantly smoking cigarettes and I kept telling her not to smoke in the room uh, <sighs> I was just I was just, I just killing me smoke. you know <laughs> right oh my god <laughs> You don't do that in a hotel room with I somebody else. So she got so mad, I was making her go outside in the hallway to smoke. Uh, and listen, Lee, uh, I'd be in the back. I'd be in the bathroom smoking with the window open, especially <laughs> if it's cold. Then, then, <laughs> I'd be cracking that whip at cracking that whip at you. Uh, oh, then, oh, um, oh, all right. when I was oh, on oh, tour oh. after that, when I was on tour after that, I ended up rooming with. Uh, uh, gosh, I think it was Roxy and yeah, Roxy and Roxy. Babe. Okay, Roxy well, and okay. Babe, and, and we we all and we all got along just fine, so it was good. I love Auntie Roxy, but that was yeah. all on tour, and the bad guys weren't allowed to be with the bad guys because if I could have, I would have been rooming with with like Hollywood. You mean and good people. guys? Good guys, good guys. Yeah, guys. couldn't be with the bad guys. Thank huh? you. Yeah. No faces and heels tearing up. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Heaven Is Mark still there? You know. Mark, I, I think Mark. I think we. I think Mark. we lost Mark. Did we lose? Okay, Hold on. Yeah, no, you guys out. scared him off. Yeah, we lost Mark. Sorry, Mark. Oops. Hopefully, he picks up that info later. You know, or uh, yeah. you know, listens to. It. I hope he didn't get scared. <laughs> Yeah, you can <laughs> a can of worms on that roommate thing with me. 
Poor kid. No. <laughs> oh my God. Well, someone, someone was sending me a question, and I don't know if you guys can answer it, but someone sent me a question saying, "What is the best advice to give someone who wants to be in wrestling, but not sure if they are physically able to because of a disability?" So I, oh, well, I guess we would knew, we what would need to know what the disability is. Yeah. Exactly. Ask, ask and, a, and a doctor you know, noted something. I think the doctor yeah, would know more Yeah, and unfortunately, it looks like the person may have lost the connection onto the show. So I don't oh. know if they're going to message me back or not. But well, look, that was the question. We... And I had, re- I had responded and said, I, I would think that we would need to know what the disability is. So depending on what that is would determine whether it could be possible. Well, I also do have another, um, another fan of ours who is a recent amputee. So she's like, I think less than more than one year, but less than two years. And she um, had some kind of mishap in the hospital. And as a result of them doing something wrong, she had to have her leg amputated and she's very into wrestling yeah, and she's really wanted to get into wrestling, but she's still trying to pursue it as an amputee. So she doesn't have any other, like, physical disabilities other than that is her disability, but she's still trying to pursue it from what I understand. Wait, but amputee, what do you mean, the leg or aren't what? No, her leg. They've had her leg. We've had she had her, her, she had her leg. leg amputated. So there are some wrestlers that are missing a limb. and so. She's pursuing it, but like this person that just asked me this question, I don't know what the disability is. Oh, okay, wait, here there. Oh, I think this is kind of, this is serious, though. It looks like it says not mild, but not noticeable, but it's cerebral palsy, and they used to have epilepsy, so I don't know if that's really good. Okay, and palsy. And they had a lateral brain surgery. I don't think I would even touch that. Uh, uh, yeah, no, not at all. That yeah. sounds pretty well, serious. Maybe, maybe at best, and I can and I can answer this from experience myself because we had uh, somebody with cerebral palsy when I was working for Windy City Wrestling, but he was a manager. Yeah, so, I would think that that's what, what I would say. Oh, yeah, I would say manager. One thing. That they, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could what what we, do, we do have a co-host with cerebral palsy, so he could speak on that if he wants to. Yeah. So, oh, and he's, he's sitting you, on, he's, you could always he's, go in the ring as a second. Hey, hey Sean? Yeah, I'm here. Sean. Okay. I'm here. Sean, what can, we need your word on wrestling, you're, you're the being, being a wrestler with cerebral palsy. It's not easy, and it depends on what the cerebral palsy affects. In my in my case, I had to have my Achilles tendon relengthened uh, one, two, three times. Um, yeah. And they 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 said after the last time that they weren't going to do it again because it, you'd be done growing. But uh, I had my first surgery at age five, my second surgery at age ten or eleven, and my third one, I think I was eighteen, going on nineteen. And that, I, I made the I made the mistake of having my last surgery a month before I opened my wrestling company. So you know, I'm everybody's like, "Hey, we got to get the ring up," and I'm hobbling around in a cast, putting up the ring, and everybody's like, "Are, are you nuts?" I'm like, well, the ring's yes. got to get up. You know, the ring's got to be set up. 
I ain't got nobody else to do it. I only got limited ring crew, so let's get the damn thing up. Um, I wrestled for a number of years with cerebral palsy. It's not um, it's not something that's impossible, but if they've had epilepsy and brain surgery, uh, that's yeah. a no-no. Model. That's a no-no. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a okay. no-no. Thank you, guys. It's a liability. I'm going to suggest taking my route in being a manager. <laughs> well, not, not, yeah. not, 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 only, not, not only that, um, you know, the, the, the one art uh, in wrestling that is gone anymore is a good old timekeeper. And I would much rather have somebody that's got a disability like that as my timekeeper than oh. what I would um, putting them at risk. Um, sure, I, would not, mm-hmm. I, I would not want For something sure. to happen, uh, you know, uh, to them. It's, it's, it would be a bad thing. Um, other disabilities have worked for people, um, you know, that, that have, uh, still wrestle, but um, cerebral palsy is becoming more and more common. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen some amputees that have wrestled, and I was I, I met and had long conversations with Zach Gowan. Um, nice guy, very nice guy. Um, but unfortunately, the wrestling business does not uh, take too kindly on amputees. They make fun of them, mm-hmm. and um, hmm. you know well, it, it always. WWE had one for a little bit, didn't they? Not. I was just yeah, talking Zach about Gowan. him, Zach Gowan. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, but, I can't remember no. everything. But the thing about yeah. it is it always comes down to the comedy spot where they want the guy to take off the the, the half of yeah. the leg that's not real and I don't right. agree with that. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna do Me that. Neither. I don't I'm not I'm not for that. Um I, I was not a fan of I was not a fan of AEW having the guy that was a double amputee um wrestling. It's it's not that I don't agree with somebody with a disability being able to live out their dream. It's in bad taste. Uh, on pay, and that was on pay per view, and you're turning into like I, I think this was their second pay per view, and you're tuning into it, and there's a guy that's a double amputee, and he's flying off the top rope, and I'm going, oh my god, like oh, he, he didn't have. Well, Sean, you know, you know, Sean, that that's the guy that's. Uh, doing the uh, referee things right now um, with the North up in Canada. I yeah. did not. I did yeah, not know no that. Legs. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a, yeah, he's he's a little dude with no legs. <clears throat> um, I, I don't know. I, I, he's about as big as I am with no legs. I, I congratulate <laughs> the guy. That's talent. That's, that's, that's absolute like talent. Uh, that's sure. absolute talent, but uh, to me, that's in bad taste. Um, that, that, I, that, I agree with that. I, Every, I, everybody needs everybody needs to work too. There's that side of it as well. Um, you know. Well, I the, just... the thing, the thing is, is I worked on this one uh, project, and the director was uh, had the cerebral, not cerebral, uh, the, you know, where where you fall down and you start Sister? shaking. What's it um, called? Seizures. Seizures. You mean epilepsy? seizures? Epilepsies. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he had yeah. Epilepsy, epilepsy, and yeah. and uh, certain things trigger it, and he got triggered, and we just had to roll him onto his side and wait mm-hmm. while you know camera crew everything had yep. to wait, and then we had to you know take an early lunch to give him even more time, even after he came out of the seizure to catch because it's exhausting to have a seizure. So um, I think that uh, unless you have some way around that because you don't know what will the 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 adrenaline amp that will trigger it 
So well, wrestling, we, definitely mm, no, yeah. but, uh, but you could still be involved. Right. Like I said, Timekeeper, it's a lost art form. If you can, if you can sit at the timekeeper and uh, timekeeper's table and be able to take those cues from the referee and gauge the audience and give those cues back to the referee um, and keep everything so on the it. time schedule that you know things need to be kept on when an event is running, um, that that would be the way to do it because. I, I, I had this conversation with somebody, uh, a promoter last week. He says, you know, he says, do, do people even book a timekeeper anymore? I said, that's a lost art form. I said, they don't even, you know, it used to be when you when you started training, that was one of the jobs you had to have when you started training. You sit at the timekeeper's table. You'd ring the bell. You'd watch for the cues from the referee. The referee would watch for your cues. And... It's it's something that we don't have a lot of in in business anymore is um, things like that. Right. You know, I I I would I would love a good old timekeeper because if I can the the nice thing about it is and uh, too many promoters don't realize this and I know there's some girls out here that still wrestle if you don't have a timekeeper that can keep that match on schedule the whole show falls apart. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, because you yep. can get, you can lose track of time yourself. Exactly. You know, unless yep. a match, unless a match is the old school. I mean, a glow, uh, it wouldn't matter because you know what you choreographed in time. But, uh, but um, a a pro match is usually just uh, uh, structured with um, with the beginning, middle, and end, and you can just wrestle on and on. And and unless somebody's telling you how long it is, the time flies by at a different pace in your head than True. it does out. Right, right. True. Well, that's, cause well, that's one minutes. of the things that uh, when, when, uh, when Sean and I run a show, um, you know, I, I'm, the, I'm the booker, so I set up all the, I set up all the finishes who's going over and, you know, if there's any mic stuff, stuff like that. But I also... I also uh, manage the manage the clock. I, you know, I'm over at the I'm over at the timekeeper's table during the matches, and I'm the one giving the invisible cue to the referee to tell to tell the wrestlers they it's you know take it home. And you know you need somebody you need somebody that can that you know is there that can that can do that. I mean, I was I was taught by uh, you know by uh, some of by some of the best that uh, we had here in Illinois, and so you know I'm you know so I'm I'm obviously trying to transfer that on myself, and uh, I mean yo you gals all know because you all got that same experience how you know having having somebody you know at that at that table. That can help with the help with the referee to keep everything, you know, on on cue, and that um, really really helps. Yeah, well, it's true. Oh, I all into silence. <laughs> okay, no, we were listening. Yeah, and we all don't want to talk across each other. We're waiting for. We're all being polite, basically. You know, and and. and, and the, Do you the, the have thing, any questions? Uh, um, 
you know, and the, the other thing about when Steve and I run an event is it's it's done very um, intricately. Like I don't, I don't, I don't just sit down and go, you know, Steve and I just don't take a notebook with the guys that we have booked at, at the night of the show and go, okay, well this looks like a good idea right here. No, it takes, <laughs> it, it takes proper planning. Um, it's done. It's done right. It's done well. It's advertised right. It's, you know, that was the one thing that killed me last year is I, I, I pumped at least $600 out in advertising and then had to turn around and did our biggest pre-sale to date and couldn't, couldn't cash in on it. There was, no, there was no way to recoup from it. it. It just, I mean, you know, unfortunately there are people in this business that get their jollies off by uh, trying to do bad things to other people. And it's the world we live in and I've learned to accept it and, Karma will get with those people in due time. Um, Do you, you know, guys Steve, have a show, a show scheduled to come up anytime soon? Well, nope. we had some stuff. We had some stuff planned for the end of this month, but unfortunately, with coronavirus, yeah, that all COVID. got that all got yeah. canceled. We were actually we were actually supposed to have Ricky and Robert, uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express in for two dates uh, the end of this month with one of our friends and. Up, oh. up around Chicago, and unfortunately, I, I know I'm really upset about that because I have been a huge fan of Ricky and Robert for as long as I've been alive. They've been wrestling longer than I've been alive, and I look so forward to sitting down and, and talking wrestling with Ricky and Robert, and now it's just, uh, you know, hopefully it happens again later, uh, you know, early next year as long as restrictions get lifted and stuff yeah. because those yeah. two – I don't know if you've ever been to a convention yeah. that those two have been at. Those two are just, those two are huge. I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. and then and then the last time I was around Ricky Morton, we were sing, we were singing country in an all night bar by O'Hare Airport. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's That is fun. It was. Uh, oh the God. last event that yeah. Steve and I actually Terry Taylor, Matt Ford, one of the time God I will kill you. Soul. Paul Heyman showed that, up later on. The last event um, that Steve and I worked uh, was actually in January up in Wisconsin, and going up there was fine. The drive back was horrible. <laughs> I love Wisconsin. We've been spending snows. a couple of weekends in Lake Geneva, having a good old time. That's really oh, crazy. Oh, the cheese state. It's the cheese state. Isn't mm. that where you rent your birthday, MB? I was there for our, our birthdays, and we're going to go this weekend, and run a, run a oh. boat again and cruise on the lake. Oh, fun. It's a good getaway from Chicago. Yes, it is. Yeah. Isn't that? Yes, it is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lake Geneva is beautiful. Very. And speaking of that, gotcha. you can go to Carmen Wrestling with Life, my YouTube channel, and check out my video on Lake Geneva. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yay. We got, All right. We got yeah. a producer. I'm plugging producer myself. Producer in the house. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the one thing. I mean, right now, all we've, all, anybody has got, that we can that we can plug our Facebook pages, YouTube channels, uh, any other social media because I mean, you know, hey, we don't have any events. Got, nobody's got any events going on, so you know, gotta do something. You, yeah, you take, um, it, you take it. 
I heard that Disney said that they're not going to be shooting anything for two years, so it's getting kind of, it's kind oh. of scary. Oh, and what? Really big, the really, uh-huh, that's what I heard, two years. And the big, the big productions are going to be down, or what's going to happen is it's going to open up in other countries while we stay closed down. So the movie industry might be like, uh, it used to lead here in the U.S. It's going to be the other way around is what's going to happen. Well, they, they, there was following. actually an article uh, posted online this morning that AMC theaters, in uh, at least in the United States, do not think that they're going to be able to recover from this. They they have taken a huge financial loss, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah, they said billions, billions. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's it, I, I can't yeah. imagine. Uh, I mean, I heard about they, movie, yeah. uh, sorry, drive-ins, old drive-ins being revamped and opened they're up. Coming yes. back. I yeah. They're coming back. Smart. That's smart. Yeah, um, I love And then the other drive-ins. thing. The other thing that got delayed, uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, watched any of it, but our uh, one of our favorite shows, me, Katie, and Steve's favorite shows that has come out on Vice over the last couple of years is called Dark Side of the Ring. And oh, that, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. is going to be halted in production because of COVID, um, uh-huh. which sucks because <laughs> we really well, love that well, show. What are you going to do? that are opening up for production, that's where the production will go. The first yeah. state that opens wide open is where production is going to just jump from every single state into that state. And then I, well, think, once, I think once that happens, side, everybody's going to want to try to open up, so. hopefully. Yeah, dark but well, I wonder Canadian, if, uh, is Canadian what about content, the, content, and it's mostly filmed here. So Hollywood North will probably come out with their stuff way before any American production will. Yeah, what, what about the Glow Netflix? What about the Glow Netflix uh, show? Mm-hmm. Aren't they going to have a four season? Um, from yeah. what I hear, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're due, yeah they were due to start uh, start shooting the like last July. season already, but right, yeah, a- April, right? Well, Wasn't it yeah. in April? I can't, it was supposed to be. Yeah, so, so that's going to get delayed. Back. Uh, it might be pushed, but you know they shoot everywhere. Maybe they'll just move the whole production, like I said, to another state. You know, in Nevada, Nevada will probably open up before California. So they're supposed to be in Vegas. Maybe they'll just, you know, up uproot everything to there. Well, Nevada is opening up. At least up there. some of the hotels in the Strip are opening up right now. So yeah, so, yeah. And I, I think the big deal with the hotels is they. Uh, the newer ones have really good air filtering systems. They're just going to have to have better air, air filtering systems. Um, and I had I made a joke to some of my friends. I'm like, why not just put red dots six feet apart all over every single casino floor? Well, we'll <laughs> reopening. The reopening. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Then you They're know, actually, they are red. actually spacing the machines and the tables. Yeah, every, I've, I've, I've already heard this. Yeah. Scary. Oh, it could be done, That's but it's scary. going to be a lot of work. Yep, they're yeah. not going to be able to have everybody sitting at every single machine. They're going to have to. It's going to be half, disable yeah, so be many. Half, half capacity at the at the casinos, the hotels, everything. They're not going to make the money that they used to make. That's for the. Mm-hmm. It's they're not going to generate it. While I think mm-hmm. this whole they thing is so overblown. I know. Uh, I think it's overblown for the sequestration thing because. Um, they're saying, well, stay sequestered till somebody comes up, magically comes up with uh, 
a, a you know a shot a that'll fix everything. A uh, vaccine, yeah, but they don't yeah, have okay. they don't have a vaccine for the flu, and they've been at it for. I think that came our flu that's still around came from that 1918 thing everybody keeps talking about, the Spanish flu when it hit and killed a billion people. That was from. That was a hundred years ago. You think they're gonna magically come up with a a, a vaccine for this one? Uh, it's silly to hide out from the world, and the more you hide out, the less immune system you're gonna have. The sun gives you uh, helps you with your immune system. Exercise helps mm-hmm. you with your immune system, and just being around people helps you with your immune system. So, um, yeah, but when you don't you- have one already, Cheryl. You can't, yeah, you can't no. recruit, you know, you it's can't recruit. Sure. You once, can. once, once, once your immune system is compromised, you can't get that fixed. Oh, so I know, the only I know way, exactly. The only way to do that is you have to avoid. So that's like me. I mean, I've been exposed no, to vitamin D. You know, so, well, no. oh, I do my, but I you, do my little bit of my son, but it's not going to repair the damage that was already done. You know, see, so the only thing. You personally are one out of a thousand people, and there's 999 people that could be out there um, doing stuff for you yeah. or around you. So yeah. I I th- I think that um, they overkilled on that, and anybody who does have a compromised immune system should be wearing a mask, should be being yes, really careful. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. But you can't hide from, and the N95 masks everybody's wearing, that's for, like, paint and uh, sawdust and dust. It, a, a virus can cut through any of that. It'll just go right through the mask. Um, the, masks, the masks are more or less a security blanket to make people feel like they're safe. Well, and I'd rather people who do have compromised immune systems to realize that it's a, it's a a sec- it's a you know security blanket. It's not real protection. Yeah, and they yeah. say the way to test your mask is light a lighter or a match, whatever you got, and try and blow it out. If you can blow it out, your mask sucks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. That's it. What do you want me to say? I've got I've got washable and reusables. That's what I'm using right now. I have COPD and bronchiolar yeah. asthma and fibromyalgia. Yeah. I'm highly susceptible. So, shoot, uh, I've got hey, motorcycles. You're like me then, huh? <laughs> I've got yeah. motorcycles. I have, I have fibro. Yeah. I, have, yeah. I have a compromised immune system. I have upper respiratory yeah. disease. Whoa, you're just like me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so but exercise, exercise. I am that person exercise. that will walk in the middle of the traffic to get the hell away from somebody, okay? Now, I've been hiding from the flu for years. What I do is um, I don't touch doorknobs. I let people open the door for me, or I'll use oh my, my back again, or, or back of my elbow to open the door. Yep. I'll, um, yep. I don't touch, like, handrails and stuff when I'm waiting in line. Um, and I try not to touch my face, so that's the hardest one not to do. Yeah, because yeah. my nose is always itchy. Hey, you guys, yeah. I'm in Chicago, okay. and it's late for oh, me, and I, I need to say now. goodbye to everyone, and thank you All for right, having girl. me on. Thank you, oh, we'll talk absolutely, girl. It, it was good talking to you. Thank you for joining us. Can we, can we shout out our um, our social yes. media handles? So yes, please. For me, it, 
for me, it would be April Hom on Facebook, Royal Hawaiian 25 on Instagram, Glow underscore Royal for Twitter, and my new email, since I am officially divorced, AprilHom25 <laughs> at gmail.com. So yeah. when this pandemic, I did go to court in January, but because the courts were all closed down and everything, I still mm-hmm. haven't even received my finalized paperwork. But I was officially signed off by the judge on April 9th, but I still haven't got the mangy papers in my hand. But it does go back to January. So, yeah, so eventually okay. I will be doing that. So those are all my Congratulations. Uh, things there. And, again, um, we'll try and have Little Feather on again at a later time, or we'll see what what goes on in this uh, pandemic. And hopefully things get back to a, some kind of normalcy where we can get back on the road again and Lightning and I can join up yeah. with uh, Hollywood at some point and do some, some appearances Amen on that. coming up. Yeah. Sounds okay. awesome. And mine is uh, Carmen, Carmen underscore Campbell underscore Villalobos on Instagram, Carmen Wickard on Facebook, and it's Carmen Wrestling With Life, my YouTube channel. I thought you were okay. gone. I'm sorry. I would have let you go <laughs> no, first. No. I thought you were gone. You jumped in again, <laughs> April. I'm what can sorry. I do? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you, okay. I thought you okay. said bye. <laughs> See you, girl. All right. Last, last but not least. See you, girl. Last but not least, uh, uh, Cheryl Lightning Rusa. That is, uh, uh, oh wait, let me skip over that for a second. Twitter, Cheryl Rusa at Glow Lightning, and Instagram at Glow Lightning, and uh, Facebook is the other one, Cheryl Lightning Rusa. There, that's it. Uh, I do have Yay! a couple of websites, uh, Cheryl. Rusa.com, and my other website is down. I'm sorry, but uh, I'll announce it some other time when it's back up again. I'm revamping my website. Cool. All right. All good. Awesome. Awesome. April and I and and some of the girls who do have swag and T-shirts and stuff, just contact us personally, and then we'll, uh, we'll deal with it that way. Yeah, I'm working on a website, yeah. so as soon as things get up and about, otherwise we just post on our pages and say, hey, anybody want merch, just let us know and we can hook you guys up. I know. Yeah, well, we're the these days I got to get a Yeah, eventually, I, I was going to say, Steve, what, what, what size are you? I may even I'm have a one already I could send you. Oh, you know what? I, I might have, have one to send I'm you already. I'm a small. Already. You're okay. See, and that's yeah. I'm, I'm a little even think I have small, Katie. We have Katie, medium. Katie's a small. <laughs> You're small. Katie's no, I'm gonna say X. medium right now since I gained 12 pounds, so I'll go with medium. You're gonna lose and, 12 and, pounds. And what is Sean? What size is Sean? I am a large. Be a large. Okay, so so Sean is the one that's the most popular. But Katie, <laughs> he's large. Katie, large. Do you I need a large, medium. Um, but do you wear? Um, tank tops or um, camis yes, at ma'am. all? Okay, I, so I'll, I'll, I'll wear. Small I will wear whatever you want to make me wear. Okay, <laughs> so I'll just I'll just look and see because I have another order coming in. But Steve, I think I have a two in stock yes, right now. Yes, send so them. Send them the camisole. 
<laughs> okay, guys. All right, I'm the only one that can say stuff like that, okay? Thank no, you. Send him, send him a Thank wife beater. I send him a wife beater. I think Jeannie's the yes. only one that has white wife beaters now. I only have black. Oh, man. So, okay, Thank you. What? You're welcome, Thanks a lot. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything else. I'll see who else I can get for you. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Aloha. Sounds Thanks, great. you guys. Good night. Okay. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. Bye, Bye Love you. All right. Well, we want to thank the Glow Girls for joining us here tonight. Want to bring everybody an update. This is just posted. The what do you got? First, the first ever virtual wrestling convention is back for round two. It'll be June 14th from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time. It's COVID con life. Oh, and wow. I heard the first wow. one was really good. Uh, the first one is going, uh, this one is going to feature uh, something for everyone. Names include, but not limited to, Steve's old friend, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yay! Oh! Demolition. Sid Vicious. Everybody knows that genius. That genius, Lanny Poffo. Do you know oh, that yeah, Lanny Poffo sends me a happy birthday message every year? Every year, personally. If not, he posts on my wall. I love uh, that. That's awesome. Brutus, sweetheart. Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and Eric Bischoff. Ooh. Will be a Ooh, like, part of I, this. Brutus Bischoff. Will be doing what? I don't care about Bischoff. Give me some Brutai. Um, Any day. This is going to go from 1 to 11 p.m. Um, at 2 p.m., John Cosper, who is the author of David Schultz and Tracy Smothers' book, uh, will be um, with uh, COVID on. But also our good old friend Scott Romer. Ooh. Oh, good. God, I owe Scotty. Oh, I owe him a ton of phone calls. It's been so long. Uh, 245, Gil Culkin, promoter and author of Mississippi Wrestling Territory. Mm. Uh, Neat. We need to we need to see about getting him on because I bet that's a good book. Uh, Sounds like it. 315, Michael mm. Weber. Fight COO and former WWF Director of Media, WCW Director of Marketing. Uh, also mm-hmm. at 315, Mr. Bill After. Mr. Bill oh, After. Oh, yes. Here's another guy that you need to call over the weekend, Steve. Uh, Evan Ginsberg at 4 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. Uh, who is yeah, the I'm associate producer of The Wrestler. And he's got that new documentary coming out, 350 Days. Oh, it's been out. That's, that's like a couple years old. You can find that on Netflix. Um, also at 4 o'clock, Nikita. Well, the manager the manager of Nikita Koloff. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name. It's just Nikita Koloff. Um, <laughs> send, send it over. I'll, I'll do it for you, Sean. 445. You can mess it up. 445. Yeah, type it, type it. Okay, I'm sending it now. Uh, 445 is going to be, let's see here. Original Glow Girl Hollywood. Oh, okay, Jeannie. Oh, it's uh, Nikita Brezhnikov. 
Okay. Varishnikov. That's easy. Um, also at 445, Bushwhacker Luke, Natural Disaster Typhoon. Oh, oh my gosh, Fred. Cool. Uh, and Luke. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. I miss those guys. Mm-hmm. 745, Brutus Beefcake and Hacksaw Jim Tuggan. 830 is going to be Eric Bischoff and Guy Evans, author of Nitro. Uh, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. is going to be Joel Gertner. Oh, yes. Oh. And this, uh, folks, the first one of these got a, a really, really over. I did not get to see a lot of it. Um, there was a lot of good stuff on it. But... Um, you can find this on Facebook. It is Wrestling Bookmarks COVID Con. Okay. And uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. Um, they also had a guy on, on this last one, The Great Wrestling Venues, Volume 3, Alabama, 1931 to 1935. Ooh, um, I love I love that I love that kind of wrestling history. I'm gonna go ahead and add this guy. He's out of Huntsville, Alabama. His name is Jason Presley. Um, there there were a lot of there was a lot of books that were sold over this. Um, here's another one: Jimmy Wheeler, The Italian Temper, the story of how. Oh, God. Alfonsi Babe Canarino Canarina. Bitsa, oh, good. I'm just going to send this over to Steve because if I, if I try any more. <laughs> the king of mispronunciation. I give you Sean Hubbard. <laughs> I say that with all the love in my heart. <laughs> there you go, Steve. You you have fun reading whatever that says at the bottom because I can't I can't I can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here. I can't do it. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, babe, Carnera, Bizziano. <laughs> what he, what what he said? What he said? Yes, indeed. Um, that's another book that they sold. So there's I mean, that one alone. Um, oh my God! Look at all these books. Uh, they had a lot okay. of authors on. Um, that uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna see about uh, getting a hold of here. Um, obviously, they had Scott Teal. We've we've all know who Scott Teal is. Uh, another one, yeah. Emerson Mori. Another one, Emerson Mori, who wrote a book on Bruiser Brody. Then we have Bruiser, the world's most dangerous wrestler by Richard Vick, V-I-C-E-K. And another one uh, that they sold was um, Wrestling with Truth by Bruce Lamar. Um, the Folks, they sold a lot of merchandise. Uh, and also... Demolition has the comic book now. It's called Demolition on Mars. Oh, jeez. And, and this comic book will actually be released during COVID-Con 2 uh, by, I don't know which one that is because I get them confused, by Bill Eady. Uh, 
Okay, that's uh, uh, that's Axe. So, um, aka Matt you know, Star. For all this, us old time uh, WCW guys. Man, there's a lot of. Uh, if you're looking for this books, uh, here here's another one. The Mississippi Wrestling Territory, The Untold Story by Gil Culkin. Um, man, and oh, the, the, the picture of this book says it all. We're going to be uh, contacting a lot of these authors, and, and Steve and I will be going through this um, because there is a lot of good stuff here that is being brought to light. Uh, a lot of it that we didn't even know about. Um, I mean, there's so many books out there, but you, you learn so much about this. Um, you know, it's this COVID con is going to be something special. Um, there's going to be uh, a Q and a session. So it's wrestling bookmarks, COVID con is what it's called. And um, I am going to try to listen to some of this. I don't know what day the 14th is. I'll have to look at my calendar. It is a, it is a Sunday, so I won't be doing anything that day. I'm going to try to catch a good majority of this, some of the stuff that interests me. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds excellent. That sounds excellent. So, okay. And uh, real quick, another uh, quick plug for uh, tomorrow night, uh, wrestling with uh Wrestling with racism is what uh, we're going to call that, um, and uh, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, uh, Barrington Hughes, uh, William Anselina Huckabee, um, nice uh, Montel uh, uh, Montreal, Washington, and uh, Lennox Norris. So far, so far, um, we will. Very, we'll very likely get some more between uh, tonight and tomorrow. So uh, just, uh, just, just uh, watch, just watch here on uh, on Blog Talk for uh, information. We'll also have it on the uh, Wrestling Authority Radio page as well on Facebook. So, uh, so keep so keep a watch on that. Yeah. So, and then again right. next week. Next week on Wrestling Authority Radio, it'll be an ECW reunion once again, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some serious business next week. I can't wait. Um, and, I can't uh, wait. Me either. We're me either. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk a little bit. Uh, uh, well, we need to talk about this real quick within the, just for about five minutes. Uh, Fighter Fest is coming up. It's gonna be two nights. And um, we've got some serious matches that have been signed for this thing already. It's going to be Brian Cage against John Moxley. But also uh, the rumor is that FTR will not be making their in-ring debut until, well, no, actually it'll be next week. I'm sorry. Uh, they're going to face Butcher and Blade. That's going to be entertaining. It's all get out. Um, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that is, that is going to be uh, some interesting stuff. Um, that might be a little mm-hmm. scary. That's going to be a stiff match. I don't. I don't care who you ask. That's, that's yeah. going to be stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, exactly. You know, I like. I, mean, I like the butcher and the blade character. I I love 
Uh, I love some of their stuff, but like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, that tag match last, uh, there was a tag match on Dark and there was a tag match on AEW last night, and they both lacked the fundamentals of good tag team wrestling. This is something that I hope FTR can bring back to the forefront, like we talked about with Steve. If, if, if the baby is getting beat, beat up by the two heels in their corner, that baby face better not be running in the ring unless the referee's stopping them. Because I saw way too much of that. I saw way too much double teams without counts. And that's what we'll talk about with Jim Molyneux and, and Bill Alfonso next week is the importance of those counts and having to enforce those counts. Because I'll tell you right now, and Steve will tell you this, I literally almost fired a referee one night for not following the count. I said, if the, refer- if the fans are out there counting and you're not counting, guess what? Right. Exactly. Be- exactly. Because, that, because it, that's the thing. One at a time. You know, we'll kill go you. ahead, Steve. If if you yeah, I gotta say the blind tag spot. Oh, and that false the false tag with the with the baby forcing the ref to bring him back, and meanwhile the heels do an illegal switch. You know that is one of the most important parts of getting heat in a tag match. For the heel. And you don't see it when anymore. When they illegally switch. Yeah. And you don't, and you, and you didn't see it last night, and you didn't see it on Dynamite Tuesday, and you don't even see it on WWE anymore. But we have the greatest tag team division out there. No! Bring back the fundamentals like that and make it believable for me. Make me want to see that baby face get that hot tag. Because that's another thing. The hot tags that are going on on wrestling today are not hot tags are not the true definition mm. of a hot tag. Please no. define a hot tag. No. A hot it's tag double, is when... Go ahead, Steve. I'll let you explain this one because you've been around say, longer than I, I am. I gotta say, you get, you get, uh, you get uh, double knock, double knockdown spot. The referee, the referee is counting both guys. They're crawling to their respective corners. Heel tags, baby tags, then boom, you run in, clothesline, clothesline, body slam, body slam. And then it and then it just rolls in. Usually rolls into a four way with a train rack, or if the heels take hmm. it over, goes into a uh, dosy doe train wreck. I mean, yo, there's there's a thousand different things that you can do with that, but you have to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, and, and you don't see you're not seeing. True fundamentals of good tag team wrestling any, anymore. I mean, yeah. it like uh, you you don't you know the 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 heel switching in and out with the referee not seeing it, the the baby yeah. getting the tag and coming in and the ref not seeing that tag that's, so he stops yeah, the fresh baby tag. from coming in. You know, that's it, the blind tag. You got the false tag, which is the heel switching. The blind tag, which is when the babies actually make a tag, but the ref is so busy taking the illegal heel out that he doesn't see it, and he always sends the the baby back into the corner. Absolutely. So... I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been doing this way too many years. I can, I can talk, I can talk theory in my sleep 
<laughs> well, and and that's the thing. So we'll talk about all of that and next week with sure, our guests. Sure, if I asked you, will she tell me? Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's going to be some great stuff, and uh, next week and tomorrow night. Follow us on the socials, um, and we're going to end with this. So uh, keep this in your thoughts uh, while you're out there this weekend. Good night, everybody. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I've got to beware I think it's time we stop the children and watch that sound Everybody look what's going down There's bad lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance from behind Time we stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going For the heat A thousand people in the street Singing songs And they're carrying signs Mostly say Hooray for our side It's time we stop Hey, what's that sound? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.